You are listening to a no-show radio production. Mind your ears while we unpack the unusual. After the quiet of a thousand nights falls upon your ears, an idea will betray you. Your secrets are not yours alone. An abyss opens beneath your cradle, and the torch will sputter into darkness. You will hold the myth of life in your hands, and you will drive the chariot of winter. Last time on Soul Story. A week can fly by if you're not careful. No longer threatened by rats or the guild or even Sasha Vide, the Fated were able to spend some time away from one another in some much-needed downtime. The good doctor spent some time at the Gibson Manor and did his best to mentor Al as the bounty hunter begins to play with magic. Al, still caught up in brilliance, helps Jared get a job, although the bounty does slip away. A new string is pulled into Fate's web as Barry Valentine catches tail of the infamous Delilah. Will Barry be able to do the docents proud? Who will notice Jared's dapper new hat? Listen, and you may just find out. Welcome to Soul Story, a Through the Breach actual play podcast set in the world of Malifaux. Today I'm joined by... Moose, playing Felix. Spencer, playing Jared. Bam Bam, playing Albert Long. Kyle playing Bartholomew Valentine. And I'm Alex, and I'll be your fate master today. Okay. So, um, we did our prologue, and we left with Barry outside of Felix's room, because Delilah just entered, correct? Yes, I believe that was Like, he, he doesn't know where Delilah was going, and she stopped at a door, she went in, or, or no, I think she's still at the door. Um, uh, so Delilah... Would have gone up the steps, drifting ever a moonchild as she tends to be. She stops. Does Felix leave his door unlocked? Uh, he doesn't really care because he's dead. Kind of what I thought. Yeah, I think he would leave it unlocked because what are they going to do? Kill him? <laughs> uh, are we talking about current Felix? <laughs> I, I think I feel like this was addressed in like a previous episode too. Like, that he does actually lock it. But, I don't know. That's my mind. Currently, on me. is the door locked? Currently. <laughs> uh, currently... I thought we have a fan to keep us on track. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for being a fan. Uh, <laughs> sure, we'll keep continuity correct. Felix currently has his door locked because bitches. Because bitches. Okay. Barry, you see Delilah hover her hand over the doorknob, and this foggy purple magic exudes from her hand and you see the doorknob turn and she pushes through and shuts the door um i think i'll actually get right up to the door then and put my ear to the door see if i can hear what's going on inside felix felix is here felix is here you i'll give you the awareness if you so choose to hear the door open close well, ghosts don't sleep, so... I figured it must be a late night studying for you. Yes, we're, we're going back to ghost leeches. 
we're really into this ghost leech thing. I like it. So you're sitting there, tome upon tome, opening, going through your books, writing notes. Gotta figure out ghost leeches. Mm-hmm. And you hear the door open shut, and you also have that feeling. You <laughs> The silky feeling. The silky feeling. As Delilah drifts on up behind you, and she wraps her arms around you, placing her hands on top of your chest, putting a little force there. Not, like, hostile, just almost like she's trying to comfort you. Okay. You're so cold. You'll catch your death. And you can kind of hear her smirk as she presses her cheek against your cheek. And for a moment, Felix is slightly repulsed because he's like, I have gained some humanity, you dumb bitch. Uh, at that, he'll, you know, he'll smile and she'll probably feel him tense up ever so slightly at her kind of joking about him being dead because no one really does. But he'll, it's always a pleasure, Delilah. What brings you to my abode? Oh, I was just curious. And she pulls away. Taking her time to, not because you're uncomfortable, but because she chooses to let you go. Did you enjoy your trip to the Barrows? Uh, yes. Yes, I did. Might be a little bit of ghostly sweat. Maybe it's a lie. Maybe it's not. Are you trying to deceive her? <laughs> um, I'm trying to make her ask more questions. Oh, you... You scamp. Yeah. I'm not necessarily lying, but I may not also be telling the full truth. Are you watching her, or are you... Yes, he would have shut the Ghost Leeches 101 book (laughs) and given her his full attention. You watch as she wanders to your bed, even though it probably hasn't been touched in some time. Since the dream episode, likely. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And she curls onto it, turning around so that way she's bracing herself up by her elbows as she watches you, lounging, ever the playful cat looking at the mouse. I'm sorry I couldn't join you. Was her agony as delicious as I had hoped? (sighs) Felix is going to pause probably having a quick internal monologue with himself, having gained a little bit, I mean, A, having the closure with his wife, you know, having this whole miraculous kind of coming to humanity again. He's trying to draw on that kind of darker, you know, less Casper, more poltergeist feeling that he had when he was super obsessed with Delilah, which will give him a pause and he'll give her his best, most wicked smirk. Agony is always poetic, Delilah. You know this. And her smirk gets a little bigger. As she seems to enjoy watching this inner fight happen across your face. Well, I hope you can forgive me at least. See, I needed you out of the way. Pulling on my apron would have just slowed me down. And at this point too, it's not just this ethereal, terrifying woman on your bed, you notice that there's bandages on her. And it looks as if she has seen some talented doctor, but some of the bandages are off. 
either they've fallen or she just doesn't care to replace them, and you can tell there's bullet wounds in places that would have killed humans. Mm. Her entire torso is just riddled with gunshot. Clearly someone else tried to slow you down. And she just looks at you. How do you think that fared for them? Probably as well as those in the burrows. I think at this point she pushes herself up a little bit. You seem bored. Do you not enjoy our games anymore? I'm waiting for more of a challenge, Delilah. I appreciated the training wheels, but I think it's time to get serious. Serious? Yes. Serious as in... I am evolving, so I want the games to evolve. I want more. More... what? Hmm. He's going to stand at this point and kind of look at her. Not move any closer, but just take her in. Trying to match her suave energy as this dastardly, you know, undead doctor that he is. And he's going to, I want more of what you have. I want to know more about that silken magic. I think I've earned it. She rolls her head a little bit as she considers what it is that you crave. If you really want answers about me, you should visit my keeper. Oh, your keeper. Does this have anything to do with that strange man, this Sasha Vide? <laughs> Sasha? Oh, no, darling. No, no, no. Don't you worry about Sasha. And a little blush hits her cheek. Mm-hmm. No. <sighs> my keeper. His name's Enoch Wells. He's a smart man, unfortunately. Where will I find this devilishly smart? Blah, 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 blah. Devilishly. <laughs> Keeping it. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Devilishly smart, Mr. Wells. Come morning light. I'll lead you there. You can follow my path, but I do have a request. Oh. Don't leave your friends behind, you naughty boy. Hmm. Don't worry, we've sort of come to more of an accord. I've realized that friends, as you put it, are very useful. This journey can be quite dangerous. Also, it's just so funny to watch you all. And at that point, she stands up, walks to meet you, and puts her hand to your cheek, brushing her thumb kind of over your cheekbone. He'll lean into it just a little bit. I hate to say farewell already, darling, but you have a guest. And she pulls away and walks towards the door, opens it, and looks to Barry. So I imagine that Barry is actually not just like standing next to the door with his ear on the wall, but like crouched down, like kneeling down and like making himself small for so small. just just to, to seem like he's out of the way. And when the door opens, he just kind of collapses backwards to the wall across from the door. Like, look of utter shock on his face. Uh, hi. And just stands up 
kind of brushes himself off. I'm... I'm... I'm Barry. Bartholomew Valentine. I look at my hand and kind of brush it off and extend it for a handshake. Almost as if she's forgotten about Felix at this point. She then marches towards Barry and then leans in to give your cheek a very gentle kiss. I'm afraid I don't care. (laughs) And then she walks off down the hall, off to greener pastures. Damn, what a bitch. (laughs) So... The just the fact that she talked to him was just he's over the moon about it. Okay, yeah, so he is a little he like he's trying to process everything that just happened. And the second that he realizes that she's not in front of him anymore, he makes a beeline to directly towards her and follow her. And the whole time He's trying to keep his voice down a little bit because, you know, it's later. He doesn't want to you know, upset the the people around. Um, man, no, I, I'm sorry. I I need you to, to come with me. Um, I, I have some some friends who uh, really, really want to meet you. And I, I think, I think uh, you know, we, we could all help each other out. As you chase after her, she has a nice, calm pace. She's not in a rush anywhere. And you watch as... The smoke kind of wraps around her, and I need to find a good way of describing it, because I very much think of it as the uh, Harry Potter apparition-style kind of magic, just this whipping of fabric and smoke as she's encompassed by this magic and just disappears. Uh, Damn. And I look back over to the door that she came out of, which... I'm sure is still open unless Felix closed no, it. No, you know, it's still open. Felix is actually leaning against the door frame watching this whole thing happen. <laughs> so you wouldn't happen to know where where she went to, would you, sir? Oh, well, do excuse my frankness, but my name is Dr. Felix Hyde. My services are currently closed for the evening. I do not have a mail slot in the bottom of my door. If you were trying to slip something through. Oh, uh, um, <laughs> right, of course. The, uh, I, I was actually, uh, walking by, and, um, I noticed that my shoelace was undone. And, well, I, I happened to, to see a woman, the woman you were talking to, as a familiar... Uh, how should I put it? Uh, a friend of a friend. Someone that I I really need to introduce to a different set of friends. She doesn't seem to want to give me the time of day, though. Um, but I'm I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's, It's very late, and I haven't even introduced myself. Hi, I'm Bartholomew Valentine. Nice to meet you. And in the same fashion, he'll, again, like, brush off his hand and extend it towards yours to, to shake it. Felix will gladly take it without even, like, second guess. Uh, of course, it's going to be like the touch of the grave. He is so cold. Um, but he will shake it heartily and like a proper dignified man. Bartholomew, Mr. Valentine, she is... Oh, please, please, Barry. Everyone calls me Barry. 
am a man of decorum, Bartholomew. I'll stick with that. That's fine. That's fine. You don't necessarily want to run around with her. I've spent many an hour chasing down that silken touch. And she asks terrible things. And he's going to stare off a little bit. Right. I do, however, have an an answer for you. I, I do know at least partial information of where she lays her head, I will say. I'm seeking out this individual in the morning. If you have such dire need to introduce her to your friends, perhaps you would like to join me and my my friends as we go? Um, that, that sounds like a marvelous idea. Um, sh- should I meet you back here? I... Is there some place that you we, we could meet? Uh, you could meet at my shop. Uh, I, I'll be there pretty early in the morning. Uh, I usually, you know, run some of the numbers and then start my day. Oh, well, I, I do not know exactly. I'm supposed to be meeting her escort at dawn. I do have a bed if you would like to stay here and join because I will be leaving very early and I would like to cut as much time as possible. We do have to get to the three sisters to collect my compatriots. You're welcome to my... to stay here if you'd like, or meet us at the three sisters in the morning. Yeah, um... I... I... It, I feel incredibly rude for intruding. Um... Yeah, I, I can... I can leave the... the numbers for my assistant, Katya. Um... I... I, I if... if you're, uh... <laughs> willing to accept me out, I could stay here with you, maybe, and we'll head out together. Perfect. <laughs> the bed hasn't seen much use recently. Uh, please feel free to make yourself at home. There is a door. Uh, I will fetch you in the morning. Mm. Sounds wonderful. Uh, it'll take me a little while to wind down, so... I mean, I, I'm not... I, I, I do this more out of habit. Um... I like to clean, so would it be all right if I just kind of did some something kind of mindless? And he he has like his like that dusting rag in his hand. Felix is gonna kind of smirk at this because uh, he's a doctor and everything is very clinical and whatever dust you can find, you can remove. Be my guest. Perfect. I like to imagine that it's probably just like maybe. The, like, I don't know. Not not the shelves, because I feel like he would use a lot of books pretty often, so those would probably be pretty dustless. But maybe he said that the bed was hasn't been used in a while, so kind of shaking off the sheets and, uh, you know, giving that a good wipe down and, you know, anything else, really. Straightening up, just here and there. Yeah, that's, his bedroom is actually going to be fairly unused. It's going to probably look kind of weird to Barry um, as Felix's desk area and kind of the the entryway to his single bedroom apartment where his desk is and things is very, like, it's immaculate. It's clean. It's free of dust, free of debris, but the bedroom, the whole thing is just kind of 
hazy. It's not necessarily dirty, but it definitely only gets cleaned maybe once every once in a blue moon. Oh, um, before before I turn in, uh, did did you want me to run and I don't know get get you some I don't know maybe maybe run run some hot water or something for you 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 felt awfully cold <laughs> are you are you feeling okay before you answer i would like barry to give us a flip uh and i i want it to be a notice um do i do i have that i'm not sure i do okay um i just pull off of this top left deck correct over here all right Yank. That is a six of so six of tones. There we go. <laughs> you, as, as you're talking about how cold this man is, and something about the way the moonlight comes in, and you think for just a second, is he see through? No, <laughs> no. And you're able to convince yourself pretty easily that oh, it was just a trick of the light. Maybe he has some sick highlighter on his face some sick it's <laughs> so unicorn sick dust <laughs> ye old malifo highlighter <laughs> it's crushed never born i think i sell some things like that at my shop you may maybe you can find some variety there <laughs> i seem to have picked up a case of sepsis from the sewers that i'm currently fighting off i do apologize it's, oh, it's slightly off-putting my my temperature has been very irregular if i suddenly break out into a sweat also don't mind that <laughs> oh no 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 not at all i just I, I didn't i didn't want you feeling too ill for too long it's you're your doctor you help people um i was just concerned that's all well bartholomew I, I appreciate it have have a pleasant evening he's kind of waving you off he's going back to a book that is entitled ghost leeches 101 oh okay yes and without you know any any more uh or any more interaction really uh he'll just go into the room start his cleaning routine and after a while turn in it is the next morning i'm i'm going to keep the scene on felix <gasps> and barry <gasps> my close up mr devout <laughs> you see the sun rise you see barry snoozing on your bed she did say, come morning light. Mm -hmm. Would you like to gather your friends first? Are you going to grab Barry? What are you going to do? <sighs> well, personally, Felix is like this creeper sniffing my door. Like, can I trust him? I don't know. I let him sleep here, but I guess it could have killed him. It's fine. Don't talk about it. <laughs> um, I will wake Barry because I would prefer to not travel back here. Rather unceremoniously, I will open the bedroom door. I was like, if he's naked, it's nothing I haven't seen before. And be like, Bartholomew! Bartholomew! Oh, um... I'm sorry, Doctor. I don't... I don't normally sleep in. Uh, yeah, I'll... I'll, I'll be ready in a moment. And he's not... He's, he doesn't sleep in the nude. Uh, he... He probably still has the button-down on and probably even the the trousers that he was wearing he just would have taken off his apron and like socks and shoes um so he quickly gathers all those things and all the things that he had in his apron and is ready to go in a, like a minute or two 
Uh, you'll see that Felix is still dressed in the exact same thing that you saw him in the night prior. And there is definitely not a bed in where he was, so... But he don't care. He crawled in with you, burning the midnight oil, I see. <laughs> Every night oil, not just midnight. Oh, oh, of course, of course. You're a very busy man. Very. I understand. Ghost leeches don't learn themselves. <laughs> oh, that sounds like a fascinating topic. <laughs> He'll grab his hat and, like, usher you out the door so he can once again lock it from the bitches. <laughs> from them bitches. Gotta keep them bitches yep. out. As you leave your apartment building, you notice, I'm gonna give it to you because you have your magic senses. You notice that silky feeling, but it's as a dark feather floats down from the sky in front of you. Yeah, at least it's not a hairbrush. <laughs> it will fall to the ground, and as you look around, you're not seeing any any others pop out yet. Yet. <laughs> Suddenly, birds! Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, I'm going to pick up said black silky feather. There's some purple iridescence to it. This bitch, this extra bitch. Okay. If I'm, gonna, if I'm going to make a bitch, it's going to be extra. You I'm, should know this. I mean, I know. Yeah, fine. <laughs> um, okay. I will grab this, and I assume it kind of functions like the hairbrush. I can feel like it'll It does not. Uh-oh. Um, then I would like to make a sorcery check. There you are. It's like, where the fuck did it make? Sorcery chook. To see if I can figure out how to work. Work in the feather. It's like work in the pole. But harder. Nice. <laughs> a lot, well, and a lot smaller. Yeah. And a little bit more feathery. I am going to cheat that. Um, <laughs> okay, what was it and what are you cheating? It is a 10 of tomes, but I would like to use my 9 of tomes that I have in my hand. So it's actually going to be a 15. Yeah, no, so you can tell that it, uh, it was conjured. Okay. It never really existed in the first place. But you can also tell that that's kind of its trick. Uh, it's similar to maybe something like parlor tricks or the spell that I can't pronounce. Presentation. Thank you. You guys rock. It's a quick trick. And I'd say even with the 15, you can go ahead and have the added bonus too of you get the feeling something like breadcrumbs. Oh. This will. It's, it's an indicator. It's a marker. Like go and this way. Yes, but this seems this one seems to have just dropped right in front of you, so it's not really indicating anywhere yet. But you might see another one down the road. Ah, this extra bitch. Well, then we will head in the direction of the three sisters to grab my friends, since I'm not supposed to leave them behind, because they will just die. Does does the doctor still have the feather out? Yes, he would have put it in his hat. Oh my god! Oh. <laughs> lovely feather you have there where did you find it oh just just now actually i believe it is rare plumage of a certain nephilim bird oh that does sound very interesting i do i notice like the the purple-esque sheen of it as well or is that just something that felix saw nope you see it too okay oh it shines ever so wonderfully in the light too Maybe it's just the morning sun, but 
it does hit it ever so wonderfully. Uh, lovely. Uh, so, your friends, you mentioned them little last night. Who are we supposed to be meeting? <laughs> well, we have the ever-so-lovable illiterate bounty hunter and a uh, stoic compatriot of mine from the guild. The guild? Yes. I also work for the guild. Didn't you know? Would that have been apparent? <laughs> like, as I was there. I mean, these are all formerly guild people, so... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I gotta keep appearances, Alex. I would like a deceive from Felix, and then so. after that, I would like a scrutiny from from Barry. It's just a, a in regards to his person, but also looking thinking about his apartment to see if anything jumped out. That oh hey, he works for the guild. I have an eight gotcha. of crows, and I have five of crows. Okay. Be deceived. Yeah. Yep. You yep. I, I, You must not have been paying enough attention. It was late and it was a long day yesterday. So. It was. You know, yeah, sure. He's with the guild. You got no reason to disbelieve this. Okay. Oh, oh I, yes. I, I'm sorry. I, it was so late. I wasn't really thinking clearly. I, I'm, I should have known. Wow. Guild. I, I rarely have need to go over there, but it's it's interesting to be working with those representing the guild. Um, well, interesting, I guess, isn't quite the right word, but it'll be a new experience. Life is full of new experiences. We're happy to have you along, and... Really, don't think much of it. I, I don't tout tout my guild status very often. A humble man, I see. <laughs> a doctor, more than a guild. Sorry, member. sorry. Yes, yes, yes. Humble doctor. Yes. Yeah. And now it's going to be utter, like, and complete silence, because he's like, dear God. <laughs> <laughs> Felix is like, Mona, give me strength. <laughs> he just had to throw out the illiterate part, though. He just he just couldn't hold that in. He just was like, got to be the first no, no, defining no. factor. He's just like, yes, we have an Albert Long friend. is illiterate. He's lovely, and we wouldn't trade him for the world, but you are illiterate. I didn't want him to hand you something like, Al, read this. And you go, oh, shit. <laughs> That's fair. That is fair. Oh, you mean like our lovely uh, Fate Master? Who starts me what? off? What are you talking about? And says, "There's a note under your door. Is there? Is there That's really?" Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so used to using it as a fucking story crutch. Uh, <laughs> so, you guys make the rest of the trip to the three brothels or the three brothels. Woo! The brothel three crawl. brothels. <laughs> the three brothels. All three of them. That's, that's your destiny to step. Fucking brothel crawl. Let's fucking do it. Oh, Al, Al wins. <laughs> With Al wins. <laughs> oh, it's now this kind of podcast. So we, uh, it's this awkward, tense silence. I believe Barry would know. Oh, shit. I don't know what I said wrong, but this is awkward now. And Felix is just not offering a fucking hand in this conversation at all. So you continue your way to the brothel. And this 
weird social tension that is clearly uncomfortable for everyone to witness. Hey everybody, Alex here, moving again because I didn't learn my lesson the first time. Let me give a big hey there to our Patreon donors. We have Brandy, Colby, and Jay at our train ticket tier. And Jay is new. Hi, Jay! We have Tyler at our Owl's Dime Novels tier. And let's not forget our Thorn regulars, Kyle, Haley, and Nate. Thank you so much for your donations. Because of you, we were able to reimburse our first castmate's microphone. You did that. Y'all are the packing peanuts to our bubble wrap. We are incredibly excited to have Kyle guest in the story arc. If you want to talk about his stellar performance as Barry Valentine, you can follow him at Twitter at LordKyleK. Or pop by our Discord and talk to him there. You can also catch him on the Facades of Gods, a 90s noir actual play hosted by No Show Radio. Or you can find him on Pirates of Wild Space, which is produced by Novelty Stylist Gaming. Kyle's a busy guy, and we were pretty lucky to have him at the table. As an FYI, our Saturday morning movies are taking a bit of a hiatus. The website we were using has been taken down, and we're looking for alternatives. Keep an eye on our social media for updates. As mentioned above, we were able to pay off our first mic thanks to our Patreon donors. If you have an extra dollar, or $350, we aren't too picky. Pay us a visit at SoulStoryPod on Patreon.com. We update as often as we can with bonus audio, entries from Jared's journal, full-length unedited episodes of our sister show First, hosted by Spencer and Alex, and even some excerpts from Al's infamous dime novels. We are currently on track for reimbursing our next mic around December, but maybe you can help beat that timeline. Now, let's get back to the show. It is super early in the morning. Would Jared or Al be awake? Um, give me an hour. How early in the morning? Six. Oh, uh, no. Nope. Nope. <laughs> thought you um, meant like, like 1030 or something. No, no, not our early, Spencer, but like normal people early. <laughs> like normal Uh, well, I mean, shit. Like, would he still be riding that like... Fucking... Oh, yeah, it is a new day. Let us do a brilliance check. Oh. <gasps> Be brilliant. There you go. That, oh, shit. <laughs> Fuck. That's a, th- that's a three of masks. Bummer. That sucks. I feel like this is just a new this character so trait fucked. for Al. I feel like... <laughs> just it a... is actually a general talent at some point. Oh, don't. To just be on fucking brilliance? Correct. Well, so yeah, there's different steps of brilliant, and then I'll have to look up the the character thing for it later. The general talent you're able to take, you're addicted, and it gives you some cool bonuses, kind of. <laughs> uh, Instead of being best, you're just going to be brilliant. Hey, that's a good tagline. You take a level in being an addict. Uh, go ahead and add plus one to your brilliance count. Hooray! So I imagine, like, even with it being like early. Like having that, just that you know that 
I imagine the itch is what actually gets him up. Like, he's still, like, hype, but, like, the itch is what gets him up. And he's like, where you wake up, but you're kind of like, no, I want to see if I can make myself sleep for, like, a little bit longer. But that just, you know, he doesn't end up staying in bed for long because he's like, nah, I need another cube. And he just gets, uh, real just excited and energized and he's up, you know, Donald Duck in it, looking out the window and he's like, <laughs> time for a new day. <laughs> yeah, and he'll like pop a Lucifer in and uh, head down for uh, some breakfast. I'm going to pause you there because I think what I would really like to see happen is for... Dr. Felix and Barry to see Al Donald ducking it at the upstairs oh window. Yes, please. That's fine. I approve of this. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, yes. No. So, okay. So he's Donald ducking it. He's like the Lucifer's already lit. You know, maybe it's like, you know, a bit like puff. Uh, can, can we, like, can he just see them walk or at least notice Felix? Yeah. And no, just wave? I, I'd say yeah <laughs> um and then he'll like point down at the door uh <laughs> kind of like he was like oh yeah i'll meet you down there oh so that's your stoic friend right <laughs> no. uh, felix is gonna just cover his face with his hand <laughs> not exactly <laughs> that's uh that's mr long you might have oh yeah, this, you might have seen it. <laughs> oh wait, the Albert Long? Uh, yeah, I I have some of his books in my shop. Oh fuck yeah! Yes, that is the Albert Long. And that Albert Long, you know, is definitely not illiterate. It is bragged about repeatedly throughout the entire Pulp Fiction series about how many books he has <laughs> He's read. Read so many. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> what have you done? <laughs> Yes. Uh, a Felix is gonna look at you kind of quizzically, like Albert Long has books as he's opening the door to the Three Sister. Yeah, you you haven't read them? Oh, they're, <laughs> they're fantastic reads. I think I think he may have exaggerated on like one like one thing. I think, but. Because I like my friends and I, we were talking about it, and there, we couldn't piece together how the math worked on how he got all of those, all of those rats. But um, I mean, <laughs> sure, like everything else seemed to fit just right. Um, but you said he was illiterate. No, it, that that doesn't seem right. Uh, you know what? If he has all these books. Bartholomew, let us have him read you an excerpt from it. We'll have him pick his favorite passage, and then we'll have our answer. Fuck you, Moose. <laughs> Fuck you, Moose. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't hear you cow up everybody else. <laughs> no, I was going to say, that, that sounds like a capital idea. Yes, perfect. Well, come in, come in. And he'll kind of hold the door for Bartholomew. Yep. And we'll walk in and take in, take in the brothel the brothel uh, I realized at some point it might have been one of the soul searchings that uh, we never really described the interior of the three sisters before I imagine it a little dirtier it's not disgusting by any means it's just an older building it's entirely made of wood there's a few tables and seats it's no it's more similar to the thorn than it is the rose um, 
and so you have your common room and then to the left is the big bar and then there's a set of stairs that go directly up into some halls there's no girls on the floor yet there is <laughs> the elderly woman who is behind the bar with her hawkish features and she seems to be prepping some kind of meal for for the masses but she's just getting started really wasn't her name hawk too Yes, because that sounds like something I would do. <laughs> um, so Felix would nod to Hawk and uh, probably go start sauntering over to the bar, waiting for Mr. Long. Mr. Long? Yes. Uh, yeah, no, he'd, uh, he'd make his way down. Definitely seems... I, I mean, I guess like from the euphoric state, like, so he just seems excited to see you. Cause he's like super hype. <laughs> Come down. He's like, Felix, what's going on? Ooh, who's your friend? Uh, oh. Good morning, Mr. Long. This is uh, Bartholomew. He's one of your biggest fans. He owns all of your your novels. Oh, Al just lights up. Just fucking lights up. Is that so? Yes, um, actually, we were wondering if you would read an excerpt from one of your favorite novels to us. Yeah. And Felix will smirk at Mr. Long. I don't want to bore you guys with that. <laughs> Felix, it's not bore the man. <laughs> I think the, this whole like this whole encounter so far, Barry has like once he saw you coming down the steps. His mouth is just slightly agape, and he's just been kind of staring at you in amazement. And, like, everything finally catches up to him. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, um, if, if you could, do you have any of them on you? I, I didn't realize that I'd be meeting you, and so I don't, I'm sorry, I don't have any of the books on me, but uh, I'm, I'm sure, you know, we could find someone around here who had one, and... I mean, I, I love so many of the stories in those books, and I would just, it would just make my, my year if, if you could, you know, read one of those passages to me, please. Felix will smirk. <laughs> of course he would. <laughs> um, so Al, classic Al, uh, you know, putting the Lucifer back in his mouth and, uh, patting himself down as if he's looking for something and just you know what I don't think I, yeah I, I don't I must have forgot to bring it but you know what I'll got you next time uh, and he'll just shoot him a finger gun um, and then just like very quickly just side eye Felix <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, of course, of course. I I understand. And uh, I was it was in terribly uh presumptuous of me. I I didn't I didn't mean to to offend or anything. Uh, by the way, I'm Bartholomew Valentine. Barry, please. And again, extend his hand to shake. Uh yeah, so I will shake his hand. He goes, "Barry, I like that. Short, straight to the point. Nice." So um What's going on, guys? Where's, uh, you guys seen Jer? Uh, not yet. Uh, we're actually here to collect the two of you. Uh, we have an errand to run. Errand 
Oh, I love errands. All right, cool. Who we, uh, is it? It's a big guy, short guy. I kind of like to, you know, <laughs> feel it out a little bit before I just head right in. Uh, I actually don't know yet, but I require your keen services and the strapping power of our stoic friend. Oh, you mean Jer? Oh, right. I... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, yeah, we can uh, go grab him. Uh, go grab my rifle real quick. You know where he's staying? I could show you to his room. But you know what? Come on, we'll all just go in there. Um, <laughs> and he will start walking. Felix will kind of rub his temples just ever so slightly and not look at Bartholomew, but address him. Bartholomew, if if you do not wish to follow, you're more than welcome to stay here, or, or you can ascend with us. I'm not used to barging into someone's room, and he's going to start walking with Albert, not even waiting for your answer. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, Barry is actually, like, he, he looks around the, the room, the mostly empty room, and shrugs his shoulders and just kind of gestures a hand as though... You lead, I'll follow. But yes, Mr. Jared, would your door be locked? Um, yes, it absolutely would be. <laughs> Damn you. Um, well, then you would hear very rhythmic knocks, um, and very kind of, uh, uh Frozen-esque. Uh, Felix, uh, and, uh, Barry will... See Al kind of just like to the crack of the door. Jared! Jared, Jared, Jared! Hello, sleepyhead! Hey, Jared, are you in there? Alex, first of all, uh, what furniture is in the room? Other than a bed, or is it just a bed in a white room? I'd say it's a small, single, like twin bed. There is a nightstand. I think there's a chest for clothing, Mm -hmm. a window. And that's really it. Okay. It's not really meant to be lived in long. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to make sure that I had the run of it. Okay. Uh, maybe even like like a, a bathing basin on the nightstand too. But. Okay. Um, so Jer is going to open his eyes and he's not going to move. And he's going to stay perfectly still as he hears <laughs> Al knocking on the door. And he's going to hold this position for a minute or so and see if it stops. It doesn't. I, yeah, I was like, <laughs> I think you know better than that. It yeah. doesn't. <laughs> so, uh, so at that, <laughs> I was gonna say, like after like knocking so so often, are you sure your friend is even in there? Oh no, yeah, he's here. He likes it. We we've got this thing. He likes to pretend I'm, that he's not there. But just watch. Hold on, Jared. Hey, Jared. Jared. Okay. Jared. 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 Jared is going to clear the morning cobwebs out of his throat. He's going to lean up in his bed. Uh, I imagine he's still fully dressed from the day before. I imagine he didn't didn't bother getting undressed before going to bed. He wasn't like under the covers or anything. I think he's going to sit for another moment or so, like get his his gears moving before calling out. It's too early. Uh, and then Al, looking back to Barry. Ah, so he told you he's in there. <laughs> hey, hey, Jerry, we got someone we want you to meet. It's uh, me, Felix, and a new friend. 
Me, Felix, and then friend. <laughs> so, uh, Jared is going to call back. I know enough people already. <laughs> you, you gotta just give him a, he's not, mornings aren't really his thing. It's fine. Like, okay, I'm sorry. Jared. Jared, man. Come on. I'll buy you a drink. Jared, I don't mean to be rude. Um, I have need of you on a job, and I'm willing to pay you. So either at the mention of money or booze, um, <laughs> they would be able to hear his boots drop to the floor, fairly close to the door, and then they would hear the grinding of wood against wood as he pushes the bed uh, back into its original place from in front of the door. He would pace back to the door, uh, unlock it, and then open it up. And I imagine he slept with his hat on. Uh, he has not shaved. His fucking hat. I imagine his his uh, his broken nose. I imagine it's like scabbed over at this point, and he's maybe been picking at it a little bit too much. Um, and I imagine his eyes aren't open all the way as he just observes you guys can i just like is it weird like i just i have to interject real yes. quick i just is it weird to just like think of like just this rugged ass just jared like is it weird that he, like it's it's attractive like this is a very rugged <laughs> at like just just a down earth just rugged dude just like i don't give a fuck stop feeding into the fanfic <laughs> All right, we I swear to God, if we get fanfic before we get fan art, I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> now you say it's canon now. <laughs> so yeah, Al just stares and jaw dropped, eyes wide. Who's Alice? He just he just gets kind lost for a moment. <laughs> he just gets lost real quick. He's like, yeah, all right. <laughs> your your friend seems um like a very personable gentleman. <laughs> Whispering that to uh, Felix. Uh, Felix is gonna smirk and uh, nod very slowly. N not saying it, just like, wow. <laughs> um, hi. M my name's Bartholomew Valentine, but you can call me Barry. And the, the usually straightforward kind of jutting out of the hand for the handshake is now a lot slower and a little more cautious. So Jared is going to look to Felix. Who's this? <laughs> Jared's kind of an asshole. <laughs> he, he is an acquaintance of mine. He is actually accompanying us for good reason. Um, we are going to look for a very important individual to be in. She is being held captive? Possibly. The details are sketchy. My information is sparse ever since the Arcanists were, you know, disemboweled from their, their headquarters. Um, he's here to help. Uh, I do not mean to rush you, but we time is of the essence, and we need to get going. Here is a starter, and he's going to pull a small wad of script. It's actually three script, but here's a primer to get us started, if you will come with us now. So Jared is going to look at the wad of script, 
He is going to look to the newcomer. He's going to look back and he's going to offer. I don't need your money, but the way he says it, he still reaches out to take the money. <laughs> he just wanted to be clear that he doesn't need this handout. Um, and he turns back into his room. Yeah, give me a second. I gotta get my things. And uh, as he turns, <laughs> as he turns back to the bed, he walks. Uh, he walks up to the nightstand, uh, grabs his jacket that has his uh, his brass knucks in the pockets, um, and those are all of his worldly things. So he turns back <laughs> to the group, and in probably less than eight steps, is now with them again. Um, oh, I'll probably just be like, oh, one sec, and just run up, because I want to make sure it is very clear that he grabs his rifle. <laughs> but does he grab his rifle? Yes. Why are you so worried about leaving that behind? He doesn't go but anywhere. Why does he grab he doesn't his go rifle? anywhere without it. Oh my god, that, is that is that Abigail? The one and only. The, the Abigail. Oh my god. I, I'm... Like, I didn't think I would ever be able to actually meet you in person. I've always hoped, but also seeing Abigail. And, like, he he kind of, like, kind of reaches out his hand for a second, then draws back, like, thinking better of it. Like, no, that that's not something that you should do. <laughs> that, is not a, that is not something that um, a normal person would do. Hold on. Reel it back. So, Jared, you're okay, you're fine. Watching this happen, by the way, this stranger fanning over Alberla. Yeah, um, trying to imagine. God, someone. This some... Isn't the first time it's happened, by the way. During the other guest episode, uh, one of the Fry Corps, or both the Fry Corps, fanned over him as well. But yeah, yeah, no, I imagine he's uh, like doing one of those like disgruntled Jane looks. Where, where he just kind of, like, one brow's, like, severely raised, and his mouth is kind of, like, slightly parted. He doesn't know what the fuck is going on. Um, <laughs> Sorry, how do you describe that? Disgruntled what? Jane. Jane look like Firefly. Uh, I, wanted yeah, to make, I, no, I wanted to make sure. There you I go. I wanted to make sure that's where we were going. Yeah. Thanks, bud. Yeah. Al is just loving this. Like, Al is... God, if his head was any larger, I'd, he'd probably fucking fall over. And, uh, like, we'll, like, put, like, an uh, arm around him. He goes, so, any questions you have? I'm, I'm open for it. I'm always here for a fan. Felix, where we at? Uh, just, just follow me, and he'll lead the way out. Uh, as you leave the building, you see another feather. Drop from the sky, yes. dropping in front of you. And this time you see another one a little bit to your right. I follow, picking up every feather. I will have a bouquet. Ooh, piece of candy. Ooh, piece of candy. <laughs> so by the sounds of it, y'all are just walking about. Is he sticking all of these flower, these uh, feathers in his hat too? <laughs> uh, some of them. Some of them are now going, probably along the way, will go into his pocket. Very feathered captain. Alrighty. It will fly soon. 
so and again, we're just specifying that we're not sneaking anywhere. You're acting like it's a normal day following yep. these rando feathers. Yeah, just looking at a crazy person picking up crow feathers. It's fine. Crazy Pergen. <laughs> crazy, crazy turtle, turtle Pergen. I imagine Al is okay. telling stories to Barry that Felix and Jared probably be like, no, like <clears throat> if they were paying attention to be like, no, I remember that. That's, that's not how that happened. <laughs> that's not it. That's not it that's, at all. That's not, no. <laughs> Do you have an example off the top of your head by chance? I would love an example. Me too. <laughs> yes. Oh, I was I was oh thinking of gosh. something too. Just like um, <laughs> so, like when when you said that any questions, you know, come to me, and then just cut him off with let's leave. He had his finger up, like he he actually had one in mind, but then he thought better of it, and then since we're out here anyway. Oh wait, so I did have this one question. Like so, my my friends and I we were discussing this one this one time when. You know, you you remember when you went into that that thieves den and you ended up, you know, just taking out like twenty guys there. We couldn't, because you said that you, you had forgotten a, a box of ammo, like back back at the at the three sisters. Um, we couldn't figure out how how you took them all out with with just the shots in your gun. That was uh, it was simple. Happened to see a beautiful redhead just just sitting there. She was looking at me. She winked. And I was like, I got to get myself out of here. I got to get her out of here, too. So I scooped her up. Right, right. Looked around. Handed her the rifle. I said, sweetheart, take out as many as you can. I'll handle the rest. And we swung around. Right, right. Yes. Kicking. She was shooting. Using her legs to kick people in the jaw and we were just making our way out of there nothing could stop us interesting oh well i mean the 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 book said that you you were the one doing the the shooting but i i i'm sorry i i don't i read it a while back it was just like that was one of the things that kind of jumped out in my mind but maybe maybe i need to reread it the details get a little fuzzy but uh i'll let you in on a little something that maybe you know folks reading the books may not be too keen on but yes one time i let a woman handle my rifle <laughs> all on her own well it sounds like she took very good care of it i hate it oh she was gentle i hate every minute of it she was gentle but i uh made sure i showed her the right way to use that thing it's it's pretty big most women can't handle it. Yes, Abigail is much bigger in person. And suddenly there's ghost puke in the street <laughs> as Felix wretches out everything. Just exorcist style, just fucking projectile. <laughs> <laughs> yep, just pea soup everywhere. <laughs> I hate it. So there's feathers. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. So these feathers. Uh, and as you're following them, you get to a split in the road. And yeah, fork. their feathers stop as well. It seems as if Delilah's trying to play some other trick on you. Oh, bitch. And you can pick to either go left or right. 
I split into two and go both ways. Um, because I'm a ghost. Uh, spoopy. Spoopy. Um, I send my leeches down one corridor. Go, my ghost leeches. Careful, I'll be your manifested power next. Yes! <laughs> um, neutral party, Bartholomew, a.k.a. Kyle, red or black? Uh, let's go with black. Right it is. <laughs> okay. So, oh god. As you start your wandering, and you hear Al chattering up with with Barry and Jer hanging out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's shrug. He he's not getting involved. I think he's he has been listening this whole fucking time to Al's stories. And I don't think he would admit it, but I think he's real amused. So I think he's uh doing as as little as he can to interrupt uh anything that could potentially happen. <laughs> I like it. I'd imagine that there are a lot of more like so as as Barry is describing one situation, he then thinks up another and so it's it's a lot of like the inconsistencies that he's trying to like so yeah, I I, thought, I was thinking about that and then Oh, you mentioned, you know, being being on one side of town and then all of a sudden you were, you like, an hour later, you you had just happened to run, I guess, all the way across town? I, we <laughs> couldn't figure that one out. Um, and then... <laughs> and on and on. Yeah. I also, and like, in my head, I have that Stuart is the ghost writer for these. Yeah. <laughs> But I know he's more of a newsie, so that's maybe not right. He's more of a newsie, but he's also kind of broke, so I imagine he'd he'd do whatever. I <laughs> I've sensed a trend with your character, Spence. <laughs> so uh, I'm gonna say that Felix, for sure, you see this, Jarrett, you recognize it, but it maybe takes your brain just a second to to connect as you're listening to these stories. But you do see it. The other two are a little distracted at the moment. You notice it's a dead end. You see four forms crouch down, hovering, and eating something crunchy. Oh, that's a person. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, nom, 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 nom. There are four persons hovering over something gushy and crunchy. They don't seem to notice you yet. Okay. Hmm. Okay. So, uh, Jared... Uh, Where's everyone in relation to Jared? Like, quote-unquote marching order as they move along. Uh, number one is Felix. I assume number two would be Jared, because we aren't listening really to the story. I mean, yeah. we're listening, so, but not yeah. listening to the story. <clears throat> so I think, uh... Then, yeah, then I then I think maybe Felix should, uh, react first. I think, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. Can I make a notice check to see what these things are? I'll just go ahead and give it to you. If you're sitting there looking. Yeah, I'm looking at them like the fuck. In particular, one stands out at you. Back when you were doing the first mission for Delilah, you encountered a group of zombies and one of them got away. Oh, no. That one seems to be a little more ragged as far as clothing wise. Uh, Mm -hmm. It also seems to be kind of the head of the pack as it is able okay. to shove another one out of the way to get more of the meat stuff that it wants. One of those is a zombie that got away. You can tell the other three 
are likely other zombies that it was a part of. It got a little nippy. I got a little nippy. Uh, tits. I think it's time to throw down, boys. Knowing that the little twinge of, oh shit, like that's the one we let go. We won't do it this time. I think Felix would like to cast a projectile spell. Do it. Doing we'll have, it. We'll have you cast and then we'll do initiative order. Okay. Wish we're gonna cheat that. <laughs> Dear mother of God, that's terrible. Un momento. I mean, it's it's a it's a one of crows with my sorcery is a seven of crows, um, which is what it is. We already used that one. Bullocks. Um, I would like to bump it to a five. Um, I'm using a five just for the number in my hand, um, so it'll still be a five of uh, crows and tomes. So it comes up to an eleven. So my spell will go off. All right. So you projectile. It got an 11, but I want to give it to you, since it's a top. Okay, cool. I, okay. Then I get to, it's zero, so it's flip two, choose the lower. Okay. Ooh, well, that's going to be a one. So it suffers one damage, one damage. of searing cold pain. I was going to say, describe the spell for me. Uh, so it, well, and this is for Bartholomew too, because he's not seen this yet. Um, Felix, from his now super ghostly hands, uh, shoots forth this uh, barbed icicle uh, straight into the zombie that got away. Letting it know, I found you, bitch. It's time to die. <laughs> and actually, I think we're going to call it there. Everybody say goodbye. Bye. 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 Hey there, gorgeous. Thanks for listening to us today. And if you like this episode, why don't you go ahead and subscribe? You might as well rate and review us while you're at it. Now, if you're looking for updates, you can find us at soulstorypod.com. In case you were looking to stay in touch, we're also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at soulstorypod. Now, if you wanted to keep in touch with all of us folks personally, you can find us on Twitter. You can find Moose at Mooseyfo, Spencer at Spare Bear the Meek, the lovely man who plays yours truly, Albert Long, at Hot Bam with three M's, Logan at KOTL of the Light, and Alex at Roll for Alex. And as always, I'm your Huckleberry. <laughs>